The first thing I want to say is this. There are inadequate views concerning visions. The first one is from a human standpoint. Maybe you've heard somebody say something like, a year ago I had a vision that God would bring this to pass. Now usually what they're referring to is a, a strong spiritual assurance or a vivid mental imagery, both of which could readily be found in their everyday Christian experience. Those are good, but they don't qualify as a vision or dream in the Spirit, not according to the Scripture. Secondly, the inadequate views, another one is that there is a difference or a distinction between supernatural appearances of divine beings and visions in the Spirit. Now, it is true that in the Old Testament and New Testament, there were supernatural appearances of angels, of God himself, and we have record of these. Genesis chapter 19, verses 4 and 5, the angels visited Lot and told him, get your bag and baggage together, fella, and leave. This place is going to be destroyed. In Daniel chapter 3 and verse 25, Nebuchadnezzar, how would you like to have a name like that? Nebuchadnezzar. He saw a fourth person in the furnace with Daniel and the three Hebrew children. Who was the fourth person? Anybody know? Jesus. In Matthew 28 and verses 2 and 4, the Roman soldiers guarding the tomb of Jesus Christ saw angels roll away the stone and free him. Old Testament saints, New Testament saints, they saw these things. In Genesis 18 and verse 8, angels ate with Abraham. Do you suppose they ate angel food cake? Ah, that was bad. Joshua 5, 13 to 15. Joshua was worshiping and he saw the captain of the host of the Lord's army. Wow, I'd like to meet him. Acts chapter 12 and verse 7. Peter was asleep in a jail cell and an angel slapped him upside the head and woke him up and told him to get out. Remember that? Divine appearances, but those are not dreams and visions in the spirit. Okay? Because they could sense them by their physical senses. Your sight, taste, hearing, and smelling. They were accompanied with spiritual meaning, but still they were not dreams and visions in the spirit. In Acts chapter 12 and verse 9, Peter thought he was seeing a vision, but it is clear that he was not seeing a vision, that there was an angel right there with him in person. In 2 Kings chapter 6 and verse 17, Elijah prays and asks God to show his servant all of the hosts of God's army that was surrounding them. But that still wasn't a vision or dream in the spirit. Then what is or what is the correct view of a dream or vision in the spirit? Pastor, how do I know? I'd love to have one. I want to know if I've had one. How many people would love to have a vision or dream in the spirit? Let me see your hand. I would. I would. It's in the Bible. It's promised for the last days, and if these aren't the last days, I don't know when we're going to start believing that the last days are here if this ain't it. These are the last days. So there are correct views. Number one, let's look at the dream. Among the Hebrew prophets, the vision and the dream were closely related. Now, we've already looked at Numbers chapter 12 and verse 6. God said he would use this to communicate to his people. Now, here's something I want you to hold on to. Put this in your little bonnet, write it down, or put it in your little computer and hang on to it for a while, okay? When the dream is used as an agent of divine communication, the functions of the human faculties are sustained by natural means. Now, everybody repeat that back to me real quick. 
I thought so. I'll say it again. When the dream is used as an agent of divine communication, the functions of the human faculties, that is, your taste, your sight, your smelling, your hearing, are suspended by natural means. Let me explain. First from Scripture. Usually, this happens during sleep. During sleep, your natural senses are set in abeyance, put in neutral. You know how I know? I've watched my kids sleep. I guarantee you they're in another world. Some of them, it takes a long time to bring them back to this world. Genesis chapter 41 and verses 1 to 7, Joseph interprets Pharaoh's dream. In Matthew 27, 19, Pilate's wife said to him, Leave that man alone. I've had a dream about him. And she warned Pilate to have nothing to do with Jesus. Daniel chapter 2 and verses 31 to 45. Again, Daniel interprets the king's dream and the images that he had saw and told him what was going to happen. Job chapter 33 and verses 15 to 16. Now, I'm going to read this to you from the New English Bible. I want you to listen very carefully. Job 33, 15 and 16. In dreams, in visions of the night, when deepest sleep falls upon men, while they sleep upon their beds, God makes them listen. 